Welcome to the Leap to Lead podcast. I'm Emily Rogers and I am your host. I'm here to support you to take the leap and lead your life where you want to be. Are you ready to take that leap? Let's get in and hear today's episode. Three steps to ease work-related stress and avoid burnout. It's been an interesting time for everyone, no matter where you are in the world. We all experience work differently as a result of the pandemic, whether in the traditional sense or as entrepreneurs. The way we work has changed. For some, this is a mix of working from home and working in an office, blurring many of the normal boundaries. For others, it means taking on more, such as juggling family life, home and online schooling and work. I've noticed it with my clients. It's typical it's the women who are picking up the burden of juggling everything. These changes come with a risk, the risk of work-related stress and in the long-term, burnout. To support you to ease stress and avoid burnout, I'm sharing three steps which have worked for me and for my clients. Step one is to understand your energy levels. We've all heard the notion some people are early birds and some people are night owls. Some enjoy getting up early in the morning and showing up before others and getting their work done early. Others prefer to ease into the day but find their best energy comes later in the afternoon or evening. The truth is there's nothing wrong with either style as long as we can appreciate each other's styles and not assume you're slacking or that they're slacking if they're finishing early or starting late. What's really important though is taking a moment to understand your own energy levels and your cycles. We all have a cycle. Moments where we have loads of energy and can focus easily and moments where we're a little flat and struggle to come up with creative ideas. Be in tune with your energy levels and your cycle can help you, can allow you to do your best work when it suits you. The mistake we often make is that we start our day doing rather mindless activities such as checking our email and we put off the harder piece of work until it's too late in our energy cycle and we don't have the focus or attention to do it well. So take a moment now. When do you have good energy levels and focus? What can you do during these periods? How can you use your diary more effectively to schedule your time around your energy levels and cycles? It doesn't mean you never have to do tough work when your energy is low, but planning and using your energy wisely can support you to reduce your stress levels and avoid burnout. Focus on your circle of influence. This is a tool from The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People by Stephen Covey. You've heard me use it often. Everything we do falls into one of two areas, our circle of concern or our circle of influence. Your circle of concern are the things that may cause you concern, but you have no ability to change or influence other people's behaviours, other people's opinions, other people's reactions. There's nothing you can do about other people. Whereas your circle of influence, these are the things you have direct control over. Your own attitude, your beliefs, your actions, your behaviours, your results. You can change these. You can make a difference. In fact, the more you focus on your circle of influence, the more proactive you are. And as a result, the size of your circle grows. So reflect now on what have you been worrying about? What's been on your mind? And then ask yourself, Is it in your circle of concern or your circle of influence? 
If it's in your circle of concern, what can you actually do to bring it back into your circle of influence? For example, and this is basic, I know, but it illustrates the point. I can't affect if my girls have a good day at school. What I can do is ensure they get enough sleep, they eat healthy meals, that they're at school on time or early and have time to organise themselves. The rest is up to them. Unnecessary worry or concern has a huge impact on your stress and down the track, burnout. So ask yourself, what can I let go of? Step three, create new productive habits. There is a model of success that says that your thinking patterns directly impact your attitudes, which impact your behaviours and therefore your results. This becomes cyclic because your results then impact your thinking patterns. And all of this forms our habits, the things we do without thinking. Think now of Einstein's definition of insanity. Doing the same thing over and over but expecting different results. You know the one. This step is a little more complex and it might require require you to do some journaling but dig deep and ask yourself what habits have I formed that I need to change to get different results do you scroll social media during your coffee break or do you chat with a colleague consider which habit could have a better long-term result for you chatting with a colleague on the phone or in person provides an opportunity to learn to share to connect and you never know where that might go when you get home do you watch Netflix Or do you chat with your family? Again, consider which habit would have a better long-term result. What you need to do is ask yourself why you pursue that activity or habit. Understanding your thinking patterns will help you change habits and create new habits which are more productive. Being more productive in the little aspects of your life will help you be productive in your work, in the bigger picture of your life, Because it's the little things that truly do make a big difference. Workplace stress is a big deal and for some people it is crippling. But there are actions you can take right now to change your stress levels and in the long term avoid burnout. Make a list now. What are two or three things that you can do right now that will make a difference in your life? You're not going to reinvent yourself overnight so don't try and do a lot. Two, maybe three things. Keep it simple and manageable. You've got this.